Yo. Subscribe right now so you get those notifications when we drop a new episode like this one right here. Another special edition of the Rundown segment here on the Bandwagon Radio, where I, myself, Jay Prague, sits down with artists across the globe, give them a chance to open up about their personal life, their music, and you know for the end of the show is out, we gotta drop that new heat. Today, got a special guest on the phone lines, hailing all the way from Montreal. I got my man Avalanche, the architect, on the phone lines. What's going on, Big Dog? Hi, 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 hi. Yes, sir. Uh, pleasure to have you on, jumping on the bandwagon. Thank you so much. Not a problem. Yes, sir. We're going to talk a little bit. I had the chance to check out the new single, My Waistband Looks Like a Gun. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to let you introduce it a little later on in the show. And then at some point, I'm going to give you some feedback on what I thought of the record, just as a fan of music, all right? All right, all right. Cool, cool. But before we get started, let's talk a little bit. Open up for my listeners to find out a little more about Avalanche. Um, they need to find out about you. you. You've been around for a minute. You've been in the game. So talk to them a little bit about growing up first and foremost. Are you originally from in Montreal? No, no, I'm from New York, from uh, Bronx. Right. And I moved to, moved to Toronto, then I moved to Montreal. Okay. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, being in the Bronx, being in the, 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 the mecca, the, the culture uh, headquarters, if you will, um, and what that looked like, just kind of coming up and, and soaking up all that inspiration in that market. Um, I didn't, to tell you the truth, I didn't really get my motivation from the area surroundings. Again, I moved, I moved from the Bronx when I was 14, so. Okay, so what would you say most of your inspiration came from musically and, and, and just culturally? Uh, just, just from, like, growing up, like, uh, at school would be freestyling, and certain people I, I, I grew up around, they started making it in the music industry, and then I, and then. They always used to think I was nice. I'm like, if you guys think I'm nice and they've made it, then how can I make it? So basically, so let me let me take this serious. Because before I used to use the freestyle and and floor, but I never I never took it serious. I never used to go to the studio and stuff. Gotcha. So when would you say you started going to the studio and taking it more serious? What, what time period was that? 
probably started taking it seriously around uh, like 98, 99. All right. Now, talk to us about coming from that battle rap uh, space, like, you know, creating music, creating songs, records, a little different, of course, than the battle rapping. So take our listeners on that journey into that space of battle rapping a little bit and what that meant to you. Yeah, so battle rapping for me, that was that was my main that was what my main uh what I came up on was battle rap, and um because again I teach I do martial arts too, so it's like the competitive nature of it. Like, okay. Man, competitive, I always like the one on one competition. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, so what I wanted battle rap it was, it was freestyle back in the days. Now it's not freestyle so much. Everybody has stuff written like right for months and they practice to remember, but. Before this was just to see how sharp you were, and see like off the top of your dome what you could spit. Right. So. And, and everybody can't do it. That's for sure. No, definitely <laughs> not. They freeze up. Yep. And stuff. No, you got to highlight. Right, that's why I say you got to highlight the fact that that's 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 a space for like you said the gladiators, the warriors, the ones that can like off the top of the dome go at it. I'll tell you a story about battle. So, anyways, people always used to try to test me in my uh, way rapping. And then, um, and back in like 2013, I had a situation where um, one of the one of the people on who was on this promoter's tour that we were doing started like trying to come at me, dissing me and stuff. So I wrote it. So we wrote, wrote something, and I dissed them back. Mm-hmm. He went to the he, him and the girl, the promoter went to the police. I got charged with a big thing in the news. Um, they covered on like Vlad TV complex and stuff like that. Wow. If any of those get a chance, they should go check check out. Like just Google, you see the stories come up, like tons of stories about it. There you go. Make sure you Google that. Find out that find that story and the, the visuals too. They got clips of it as well. Pardon me. They have actual visual clips of it as well. Footage. No, no, just so I wrote like I wrote it. I wrote the track. It wasn't even a video. It was just a track. That's okay. If you, see, if you see my videos now, I have a big long disclaimer in them because because it's a big thing down here, right? Oh, it's been going on for a while, but charging rappers for the lyrics and then trying to say it's real. So, right. So now I have to put a disclaimer at the beginning of my videos and, and stuff. Right. Definitely put on disclaimers. It's just a song, yeah. It's just a song, and they and I went. Uh, like one of the first times in this matter that they charged someone for it so because they kind of say the actual like a lot of times rappers are getting charged for the rap lyrics they're getting charged because they're talking about something that they did and then they investigate and got charged but charged for it right. not very many rappers ever got charged for the actual song being a crime and that's what they try to say with me right. because, um, my song was a crime because it was a threat wow yeah, definitely. Listeners, tap in. Avalanche, the architect. Find that song. <laughs> uh, representing out of Montreal. Oh, yeah, you know, the, thing is, yeah, the, song, the name of the song, it's a little bit of a Nazi called Got Yourself a Gun. So if you, if you ever go and check it, that's what it's under. Avalanche, the architect. Got Yourself a Gun. Got Yourself a Gun. Okay. I'm going to make sure I circle back around. I'm going to check that out just because I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued now. <laughs> <laughs> Now let's let's yeah, fast forward. You're gonna find it very interesting when you read the whole thing. There's been a whole series of articles just done around that whole thing. Kind of, it kind of doesn't even focus on my other career and everything else I've done. You focus on this one negative thing. Wow, but, that's usually how it works. Uh, I think what 
no publicity. Yeah. Hey, and if they talking about you, you're still getting some type of uh, credit or shine off of it. Now, let's fast forward a little bit. We got the new single, My Waistband Looks Like a Gun. Now, what was the purpose of this record in your mind as the creator, as the artist? Uh, just, I just wanted to... There's some songs I have, I have songs that have meaning. This is not really a particular meaning. I just, I just said, let me just put some cover stuff and something that will create a visual in people's mind. And obviously, when people hear the line, you wait, it's my waist, that looks like a gunshot. And I just, you know, automatically it makes them say, hey, let me hear what this is about. Uh, so I'm just basically spitting just random metaphors and whatever together. Now, you're definitely spitting it. Um... What would you say you wanted the listener to, to, to do with the energy of this record? What did you want the listener to hear or feel? Say it again? What did you want the listener to hear or feel with this record when they're hearing this song? What did you want, want them to feel like uh, what rap used to be. Like back, like back in the, like the 90s and even the early, early 2000s, this was more along the line of what rap was. Rap was more, more geared towards you not necessarily the streets, yeah, the streets, but it wasn't this this melodic auto tune stuff you hear right now, and guys wearing tight clothes and pink shirts and bags. And, <laughs> and like right now, where I feel rap has got so feminine, and if you and if you and if you see two masculine niggas want you in the game right now, it's like it's almost like it's gone back, the complete opposite of what rap used to be. So this song, when you hear this song, it's, it doesn't sound anything like. This mumble rap, emo rap, and that type of stuff. This is this is straight from the streets, real men, masculine music. Right, like like you said, hip hop, almost like that boom bap. Yes, exactly, a boom bap style. Now, where did you come up with the artist name? I want I want to know where did you come up with the whole name, Avalanche the Architect. Where, where did that come from? Oh well, I, when I used to when I was competing in martial arts, my my coach always used to say I was like an avalanche when I was fighting. And then, um, and then again, other people like um, said, like, when it came to building relationships with people, I was like an architect. Because, mm. uh, like, in my community, like, where, where, you, know, you know the Bronx, so when in, in the Bronx, right. it's really black and Hispanic. It's very, really, really scarce, all white people around there. But I always have, like, I have a multi, like, multicultural group. I have Chinese uh, friends, Italian friends, white friends, Indian friends. I, I knew a lot, I had a lot of, People, so when some of my boys say, "Oh, you like an architect? You're always building relationships." So, like, so I put it together, Avalanche an Architect. That's dope. And That's you dope. Can build or destroy. I like that concept. Yeah. Now, how's your area responding to the record? What, like, what's the feedback been like since the release of the new single? Um, I guess like the. People in my age group, in my generation, they like it. The younger, the younger cats, they don't really. So some of them, some of them feel it, and then again, some just oh, you need to be, you need to get some, some more melodies in it. I'm like, I said, nah, ain't what I was aiming for. So, mm-hmm. but it's, it's mixed. I said, I, people in my like, you, you find the people who are from who like listen to Manny's rap, you love it. People who are, people who are like uh, born after, born after two thousand. Not so much, but would you say you make your music for a specific group or audience? I, 
you know, I make my music for how I like. Like, I'm, like I, some people make music they don't even like, but they think it's what's hidden. I make it, like, my music, honestly, I, that, I, that's all I listen to. I don't even listen to other rappers. I listen to my music in my car. I bump my music all the time because that's what I want to hear. That's the type of style of music I like. Mm-hmm. So I make my music geared to what I like. If I, if I don't like it, I ain't going to make it. Now going back to that battle rap space real quick, what what's, what did you like most about battle rapping? Uh, just prove it out better than any uh, than the, the next opponent. Just like just like uh, martial arts for me, mm. competition wanted to, to to defeat the opponent, yeah. come out victorious. So that one on one combat kind of vibe. Exactly. Ah, you're a warrior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it seems like in every st- every uh, inch of the word, like you're a warrior. Everything I'm hearing is like, you know what I'm saying, for a purpose, but you're standing, you know, for what you believe in and you're willing to kind of fight for it, right? Exactly. I tell you, like, even like with my style, since it was always sounds aggressive, uh, hard-hitting or whatever, right. but when, when you, like, if you watch boxing or, or any type of martial arts, they, they always tell you don't throw you're supposed to throw every punch with bad intentions like you're not supposed to just leave anything out there so when I rap so every I put emphasis on every word just because that's the same way I was trained to fight like you gotta every everything I say has gotta make sense I don't have filler in my music like you see some people they're like nah, 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 whatever they don't you might you don't Every like every every line for me has to have a punchline, a metaphor, a shimmy has to have something that makes you think, Oh wow. But I don't just go put like cat and hat together just because it rhymes and I don't have all the words to put together. <laughs> nah, that makes sense. Now what what is the in your mind, what's the same about the music industry that's the same about battle rap? What could what could you say are, are similarities? I was saying, what could you say are like similarities between battle rap and the music industry itself, the 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 more mainstream music industry? Do you would you say there are any similarities or comparisons? No, I, I, I don't. I don't think so. I, you know what? Like mainstream rap, just like the, it's about people using each other. Like you find another thing too in the battle rap, you don't see so much of this. Uh, people are more authentic in the battle rap scene than you find in this, just the mainstream music. Everybody, if somebody's being your friend or doing something for you or whatever, it's because of what they think being around you could do for them. Mm. Like you see, uh, like uh, certain rappers who ain't with the streets, they'll try to find another rapper who's with the streets and then try to link or attach themselves to them so that they can try to live off their energy. Mm. And if you see people like people make promises they never keep it, like all that type of stuff, there's a lot of backstab. Like I'll tell you the truth, the rap game is 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 full of more divas than like pop and R and B. R&B. We have a very emotional in this industry. Why do you think that is? I have no clue. Everybody's, everybody's just trying to get ahead of. They don't. There's no such thing as honor anymore. Like. There's a lot of pointless conversations you have in this game. Like you go to a club or you'll be at an event, a showcase, whatever, and then somebody will come in and start talking to you. But you can see they're not genuinely in the conversation. They're just talking because they're just trying to network. And that's another thing I'm not. I like, even though like I told you, like I build relationships. Every relationship I build 
in a genuine relationship. I don't go up there and if I don't like someone, I'm not gonna. I don't care what they can do for me. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with them. Mm. But in this game, I watched. I watched guys who I know personally. They'll say whatever. Like they might. They might be a type of person they don't like. And you no, know, in our circle, they'll criticize it. But then as soon as they're like we're out and about, and it comes to like a situation where like like we're, like a, a networking situation, like a, a music event or something. That same type of person, you'll see them taking pictures of it, jumping around, laughing, acting the fool for it. I'm thinking to myself, did you just say this is the type of person you don't like? <laughs> and that, and that's how it is in this game. Every, nobody, I don't, I don't think there's a genuine person in this game. <laughs> it's, it's definitely hard to find authenticity. I will definitely agree with that part. You know, it's hard. It's hard to find it. You find the people who are authentic are the ones who aren't naked. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. Like, this guy, you know, obviously, you know who Papoose is. Like, Papoose is a guy I look on. He's, a, he's a, one of the most gentle, like, I look at him like a, a like a, a real a real person. He doesn't seem fake. Like, right. he, and, and I think he's one of the dopest rappers. Like, look where he's at. He's better than 90, 99% of these rappers out there that you don't get any shine because you know what? If you're not willing to play the game, they're not going to let you in. Respect that. I respect your view on that. Definitely. Um. So that I think that's a great segue into my next question. Why? Why are lyrics and wordplay and metaphors and similes and why is this important to you? I was saying. To, so to that same point of what you just said, why are lyrics and like wordplay, metaphors, and different things like that, like similes? Why are these things so important to you? explanation I, I definitely respect your answer on that talking to my man avalanche the architect right now got the new single my waistband looks like a gun representing out of montreal at the moment by way of new york um let me give you some feedback what i thought about the new single like i said from a fan standpoint um i thought it was definitely very unique and different sound um, creative delivery, high energy and aggressive. You mentioned that earlier. You definitely get that aggression. Um, very uh, unorthodox flowing vibe, but not not a bad thing at all, though. Um, very different because I think one of the things you just mentioned that that uh, holds true to what I just said as far as the unorthodox vibe is the fact that you're you're making music for you and you're coming from a creative place. 
Um, and that's the main thing is, is getting your message across your way, like you mentioned earlier. Um, I thought the beat was dope and hard punching with those 808s. Um, I thought it was slick, kind of smooth lyrics and wordplay with this record. Um, I hear the metaphors and the similes that you spoke about earlier, you know, um, and I thought the hardcore lyrics and vibe overall, it was, it was a great energy. Um, so a lot of good things going on with the, with the record, man. I think it could thank be, you, you. yeah, I think it has crossover potential in the fact that it, it doesn't have any one lane or space, though. Yeah. Yeah, I have, you know, I have songs uh, where I'll have, like, an R&B singer on it so they can smooth it out to be, like, the yin, yin and the yang. Right. Because, I, as I said, me, personally, I, I, I can't, it's not in me to do anything really too, too um, not even, I won't even say soft, but I'm not, like, I, my my part is just to do the rapping, and then I and then I get like a feature, and they'll do the singing. Because um, what else I'm gonna have is called um, "Fuck Social Distancing." I don't know if you've heard that song. <laughs> wow. Okay. And that song, I have I have a singer on there, and people love the song. They love it. They're going crazy for it because it, because it, she's like she's a very good singer. And then I come in and do like my eight bars of rapping, and then I let her take it away. Huh? We have to double back around and, and feature another one of those records at a later date. Definitely, I like I like to hear you know uh, the the variations of your styles and you know your energy. You know you, you definitely have a, a aggression and a great energy about you, even in the music. From what I'm hearing, so I look forward to hearing some some more stuff and some some uh, diversity from what you're doing. Definitely, good stuff though thus far. I mean, a great energy put forth uh, towards your, your your project and your creativity. Um. Now, let me ask you real quick, who, who are some of these artists or musicians over the years that you were coming up listening to, especially being from New York? Like, who are some of these artists that you were listening to, bro? Who inspired you? Uh, Redman. Like, Redman was my number one when I was growing up. And then um, Cannabis after that. And then um, Big Pun later on. Um, EPMD, most definitely. That was my, one of my, that's my probably all-time favorite group. Okay. K-Solo. And then Papoose, Nano, Uncle Murder. Okay. Papoose like that. Who else is out there? And they all lyricists. Jedi Jedi Matrix. All of them are lyricists. Yep. And then, oh, and AR Rap. And Free AR Rap. Okay. I was actually supposed to do do a track with Eleven before he got locked up. I heard he was sitting down for a little second. Shout out to the homie AR Rap. Now, let yeah, me ask you. Yeah, those are, those are the rappers. That's a, those are the perfect blueprint of how rap should be. Mm. Yeah, they're all lyricists that you name uh, for the most part on that list. I, I definitely can say they're spitters. Yeah. Now, how do you prepare to record? Like, what does a recording session look like with Avalanche, the architect? What does that set the scene for us? Um, I, me, I don't go to the studio until I feel. I have like some type of inspiration. Like I, some people go like every day. Like they say, oh, I'm just trying to sharpen my craft. Even if they don't want to go, they go. But I'm not like that. I, if I, I could go for like months on end without going to the studio, if I don't, if I don't feel any type of motivation. Because when I go in there, because when I do go in there, and, and I'm like I'm gonna have a lot of pent up energy because of how long I didn't go in there, right. and and I'll be able to spit better. But if you keep going every single day. And you go 
it too often, you're gonna act, you're gonna start becoming complacent. You're gonna, it's not gonna, you can't have the same energy going every day as if you go when you when you feel uh, inspired. So that that's my main thing to me. I go when I feel inspired, and then and I'll, and I might go for like like two weeks straight when I'm inspired, and then go for like five six months without going. Okay. Now, do you have any fears when it comes to like the recording process or even the the performance process? Fear? You say fear? Yeah. Any fears? Nah, no. I, 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 like, what do you mean? Like, in to any aspect, like from a performing stage aspect, from the recording or working with other people in the studio aspect, are there any fears? Or, you know, releasing your music, like, is there any fears you have? Uh, if I have fear, maybe the only fear is uh, not remembering my lyrics on stage when I'm performing, but... Okay. That's a fear. <laughs> that's that's definitely a fear. I can, I can see that one being a fear. Yeah. But no, other than that, I don't get stage fright. I can go in front of 20,000 people or 10... People, no matter, I don't have stage fighters or like that. So really, the only thing I, I worry about is forgetting my lyrics. That's about it. But I don't, I don't, I don't forget lyrics either. Like I, I only perform songs I can remember. And that's the other thing. If you do a song you don't like, you're not gonna remember this clearly. Like if I songs, I, I don't remember my song because I play them every day. You're not gonna like them. Right. No. What's coming up for you? What's on the verge? What should our listeners be on the lookout for from Avalanche? Um, oh, right now, I'm just doing a promotion. Um, working on a, a tour. I'm doing a, uh, like a cross-country tour. But because of these restrictions right now, um, i got to wait to hear, hear some word back from some of the venues. But, um, yeah, so but I'm going to be working on putting up more visuals right now for more of my songs. And um, that's it. It's touring and shooting videos. Alright. Well, I want to make sure our listeners can stay tapped in with you. Go ahead and give out your social media real quick before I let you introduce the new single. Okay, yeah. So, um, you can find me on Instagram under Avalanche Architect or Avalanche underscore the underscore architect. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter under Avalanche underscore rap. Uh, and I'm not hard to find on social media. Basically, you type in my name. Do a lot of search engine optimization, so you'll find me wherever I'm there. There it is, Avalanche. I'm most active, active on like Instagram if anybody looks for me. So make sure everybody tap in with Architect uh, Avalanche, the architect that was Instagram, especially. Uh, like I said, he's heavy on there. Um, I'm gonna take this time to go ahead and let you introduce your single, bro. Go ahead, introduce that single for the people. So yes, yeah, so this is uh, my waistband looks like a gunshot, and uh, yeah, just. Uh, Keep it. Go check the video out on YouTube and um, and leave some comments. Get the algorithm going. Get my video to go popular. You can find me on avalanchearchitect.com. That's right. That's right. I forgot uh, all the behind-scenes footage from my video shoots are. There it is. Definitely got to tap in with the website. Got to plug that. Alright, cool, cool, cool. We all about to put your ears to the new single right now. Do me a favor, turn it up. Let's go. 
want, you want more metaphors, eh? Ah, don't worry, I got you. Uh, yo, yo. Molly's no bitch, my dad's a clip. Half a mil, made that off a flip. Move weight by car. I use a ship. Terminator gun, made a nigga shit. Never built a home, but I'ma move a brick. My Chinese gun got kicked. My drug mule's a hip hop chick. We don't kiss after she sucked dick. Your bitch loves to lick, I'm the candy man Wheelchair a nigga, you'll be handyman Trip to be more 20 keys and back a Randy van I raised my kid and I raise a cop Gave birth to little niggas, I raised your boss Ice on my wrist, aim and raise the frost GPS, the game's never lost Train on your I shoot my gun till I got a hollow clip. See that body? It'll fill a hollow ditch. Got a jelly getting brain from a model chick. Word of a law, she knows how to gobble dick. Fuck a hoe, after me you'll need a longer stick. Mask and glove, that's how you rob a Vic. Get put nothing past me, I fucking thought of it. A nigga getting got, this what he gotta get. Before Maserati died, he fucking bought a jet. The casino. Half a mil on a bet Untraceable, no serial number I'm the tech Kill your dog, try to save him Contract on the vet